What's going on, y'all? Welcome back to another edition of Beyond the Booth, your go-to podcast for all things concerning events, where we literally have you covered from A to E. Yes, I said A to E, not A to Z. If this is your first time joining us, here's why. A, if you're an attendee. B, if you're a bride. C, if you're a coordinator. D, if you're a DJ. E, everybody else. We literally have you covered. So welcome back or welcome if this is your first time joining us. And if it is your first time joining us, please be so kind. Hit that subscribe button. Tell a friend or two or three about us. We'd love to hear about it. And if you got a quick second, follow me on Instagram at DJIgnite, the number one, because especially for this episode, I really, really, really want to hear from y'all. And I'm already also petitioning and getting feedback from my peeps on Instagram because this is a very debatable topic and I love it which is why this is part one of is it better to look good or be good and the reason why I say part one is because I'm going to give you a lot of just feedback perspectives insights experiences examples and then part two that's going to be really kind of sharing a lot of feedback that I've gotten from friends fellow collaborators fellow vendors things like that to kind of broaden the spectrum of experiences and perspective on this matter. I mean, it's just an open-ended debate. There is no right or wrong answer. There is no definitive conclusion. But nonetheless, it is fun to have, and so we're going to do it anyway. Because it is essential, especially when it comes to the event space, to weigh this question. If it is better for your vendor to look good, or if it is better for them to actually be good. Now, of course, the happy medium and the happy perfect blend is 50-50. It is important for them to both look good and be good. And but, but what sparked this entire conversation is I was I was looking at some recent video clips and I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a pretty nice setup from looking at the DJ standpoint." And it's like, "Hmm, but I wonder how they did. I wonder how their set was. I wonder how the energy built throughout the day. I wonder how their song selection was. I wonder how they just made everything flow from point A to point B throughout the entire course of the event. And it just got me wondering. Now, they may look good and that image may be very appealing on, you know, visual mediums like TikTok or the gram or Facebook or what have you. And that's all great. But if you go beyond the 15 second clip, if you go beyond the video recap that has the music from another song completely that has nothing to do with what was being actually played at that point in time, or maybe even at all during the day, were they actually any good? And again, this is not a knock either way. So this is just a question just to kind of weigh and ask yourself, especially A, if you're you know attending an event and B, if you're a bride looking and preparing for you know your upcoming big day or see if you're coordinating and you're working on of course several events that is a huge huge question um i've also seen some experiences where there's like that the resident from the vendor list and the resident from the vendor list like they're they've cultivated the relationship and they're the preferred vendor or a preferred vendor. And when you see them in person and you see them live and you see them set up, you're like, how? Like, who do you know that got that for you? And then I've seen some people, 
myself included at times, or so guilty, where, you know, the setup hasn't exactly been the most pristine, but the caliber in which they present their craft is amazing. It's absolutely phenomenal. So is it better to actually look good, look the part, look your best, look professional, or is it actually better to be good? Well, let's look at both sides of the of the debate here, both sides of the spectrum. So look good. Looks matter. Let's be honest. Looks do matter. Not from just a branding or a promotional or a social media aspect, but looks matter. If you know you're attending an event and everything is set up beautifully and nice balloons and and things go well. And you just walk in, you're just like, oh my gosh, this is like really cool. This is going to be really fun. And you start to pay more attention to, you know, the photographers walking around looking kind of, eh, and not really confident. And they're, they're, they're hesitant in their shots as far as in their stance and they're in their posture setting up or framing for the shot. Or they're just like quickly just throwing it up, taking a pic and moving on about their business, not really engaging the shot. You know, the DJ has like a a a folding table that they're borrowed from the venue. Um, no tablecloth, no lights, no anything like that. Um, they have like rinky-dink speakers, uh, subpar lighting, but they actually perform well. You're not going to be able to see past that for a second. Like their visual aesthetics is what's going to capture most people immediately out the gate. Um, The visual aesthetics is what captures people immediately when it comes to even, oh, this is my vendor, this is how they're doing. So how they set up and how they look while they're setting up, like they look the part. Like, you know, if you, you have your caterer there and they show up and they're just in some random tandem, you know, hold jacked up, stain written t-shirt, some busted, extremely cut through pants, subpar shoes. Like, it doesn't matter if the plate comes out looking immaculate. Like, what did I get myself into? Who did I hire? What did I just pay for? And it's just like with the plate itself, speaking of, you know, the the caterer, you know, if you're looking for a nice sit down meal for like a, a fundraiser or for you know, potential donors or for an auction or even for a wedding reception. You know, the plating has to look good. Otherwise, you're going to be like, mm, I can wait till afterward. We can stop by Taco Bell on the way home. And or we can stop by some other fast food joint on the way home. And yeah, it's it has to look good. So therefore, it makes it appealing. No doubt about it. But would you rather have the photographer with the highest end, most professional, most highly graded lens options, fantastic aperture, cameras, who is like, this is their first event, very much kind of like a novice, don't know what they're doing. Or would you have the person that, you know, has the experience and they're, they, they're, it doesn't matter if they have, that same camera or if they have 
a disposable cam a, a disposable like Kodak camera. What's more important? Would we sacrifice the quality for how things look or just for the aesthetic? Or would we be willing to forego and even forgive the aesthetic for the quality? Now, again, this isn't a stamp of approval to not step your game up and not present your best because, hey, you perform really well in your capacity. But honestly, 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 there are some people you can tell they've spent thousands upon thousands upon thousands of dollars on their gear, on their rig, on their setup. But they didn't spend that same equivalent in time to fine tuning their craft, being their absolute best self. So would you still go with that person? Would you still hire that person? Would you still look favorable on that person when they, you know, their performance is eh, but they look good. So the pictures came out good and uh, or they came out good in the pictures, I should say. You know, they came out good on the social, you know, people's everybody using the hashtag for the event. So people taking just random pictures on their cell phones and everything still looks like it's portraying that is good. Or is it better to actually be good? Now, going back to the aesthetics and going back to the layout, first of all, I got to give a huge shout out on this one to my boy, DJ Adrian Morendon. This man has like a different setup for a different occasion he has like the very simplistic like tiny table booth and and you know speaker setup all the way to elaborate to his incredible um well-lit well-built dj booth the lights that are inside the booth the lights that are outside the booth how it encompasses his speakers and rig and his lighting and all of that and so, like, if you're going to put him in a little tiny broom closet in the corner or if he's going to be main stage, like, this man, his his layout is is bomb. Straight fire. So, huge shout out to my boy on that one. But using him as an example, he is that unicorn because he is 50-50. All of his setups, again, look amazing, but you don't just see him posting on his socials about... The fact that, oh, you know, look at my smoke machine. Look, oh, you know, he does post about it. But it's not all about, oh, look at the smoke machine. Oh, look at the t- the lights. Oh, look at my new toys. Oh, look at what I'm adding to my rig now. Oh, look what I'm adding to my setup. It's like, oh, I got new up lights. Oh, you know what? I feel like practicing scratching. Well, this is my video of me practicing my scratching techniques. <laughs> like, it's 50-50, like it actually should be. So, when you're considering your vendor and you're asking yourself that question, do they... Are they aesthetically and visually appealing or are they technical enough in their craft that it doesn't matter what they look like? Because there's been the other side of the equation where the setup isn't exactly the best. The, their apparel isn't maybe necessarily the best. Their setup, again, maybe not necessarily the best, but they are really, really, really good. Um they 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 DJ with such conviction and such acuteness to 
how the crowd is feeling, how they're responding, how they're interacting, what the event needs, when the event needs it, when we need to kind of dial back on the energy because what we're getting ready to go to in the event, when we need to start dialing up the energy because what we're about to go to next, they're factoring all of these things in and they're doing it with such such smooth precision and such accuracy and such fluidity that it doesn't matter what they look like because everything sounds amazing. Everything is coming. Everything that they're producing is coming out amazing. The food is fantastic. You know, their, 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 their setup, their, their table, their, their, their dolly that brought everything in. Maybe we'd be kind of like, uh, their Benson burner, you know, catering tins, maybe kind of, uh, their heater, their warmer to kind of help keep the food warm without actually overcooking it. Maybe kind of like well used, but the food is absolutely fantastic. The photographer, videographer, you know, they're, they're shooting on, you know, a phone. I'm sorry if, I'm, if this is dis- disrespectful to, <laughs> to my photographer and videographer friends out there. Um, but they're shooting on, you know, on a amazing, just a typical iPhone 10, 11, or 12 with moment lenses and a certain rig and just like they have the same tool that everybody else at the event has and like shouldn't you have this kind of a camera shouldn't you have this kind of a setup shouldn't you have like 14 cameras on your hips and walk around you know with another camera stuck to your head so that you're getting you know all these angles and getting all these shots but they're just doing it with just their iphone and a couple moment lenses and a uh, a decent harness to keep everything stable but their produced product is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, crystal clear, vibrant. Again, I know from a photographer perspective, it's not just the 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 photos that are taking; it's the editing that's done to it. It's the the exposure levels. It's the the aperture, whether how it's open or closed. It's the it's the coloration. It's all of these factors that ultimately really elevate a photo that's done by a amateur and a photo that's done by a professional. So does their skill set exceed their visuals? And to you, as the coordinator, as the attendee, as the person who's planning it, as the person who's putting it on, as the bride who's trying to, you know, have your wedding and getting ready for the reception. Is it more important for them to have the skill set or the visuals? Because their visual aesthetics, they can look amazing. And also at the same time, they can look so amazing that it's actually out of place for what's needed or where it's needed. Some venues have a lot of built-in components where you can basically, for a DJ standpoint, they can just plug and play. For a catering standpoint, you literally just like pull up to the back, go right in, and they have all the tools laid out. All you have to do is just provide the substance that you're preparing, and you have, you know, their their resources, and their resources may not be the absolute best. Your plug-and-play situation as a DJ, I remember doing one event in L.A. that had this like, first of all, it was a very artsy building. 
Amazing building, though. Very beautiful. I loved it. And there was this random disco ball, like, sitting above, you know, where the dance area was. And it's like, me personally, I would not choose to do that. However, because I'm literally just plugging in and dropping into what they have put together, what they have built, the visual aesthetics are outside of my hands. They're out of my control in that regard. But what is my control is my craft. What's in my control is how I perform. What's in my control is how I prepare for the event. Same with any other vendor and any other capacity of that, of that, um, of that event. Like once you step into that venue and it's like, okay, these are their rules. These are their, what you're basically are utilizing and what you're tapping into how can you make it work? I remember one somebody told telling me um I, I believe it was T Pain actually that I, I read the, read a statement and in an interview that he did. And he commented that the like if you need your laptop to DJ, you're not a DJ. But if you can go on to someone else's setup and DJ and make something happen with what they have you're a DJ. It was something to the likes of that. It wasn't verbatim. So forgive me if I'm not quoting it correctly. But the point is the same. If you absolutely need your tools and only your tools and you can't do what you do without it, then what good are you? So the visual aesthetics become almost irrelevant. If you take away the visuals... Is your skill set still there? If the venue gives you restrictions that things have to be a certain way, can you make magic happen? And actually, it's the same even when it comes to a venue. Because you may go to a, a venue that's a basic banquet hall and you know, you're know you looking at getting this planner, you're looking at getting this coordinator. Can that person visualize that space encompassing and embodying something different for the day of the event to match what the client wants. Because if we, if we go by just by a typical banquet room as the landscape, then it's not really going to look good, but they have to really be good. And by being good, then they make everything look good. Because you're taking the four basic white walls and turning them into magic. By communicating where where we're going to put this table, where we're going to put that table, where we're going to put the photo booth, where we're going to put this, where we're going to put that. And making it happen so that it not just looks immaculate, it becomes immaculate. So can you find someone who can take the space and not make it look good, but make that space become something that is good? And there's been other spots where, you know, the 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 venue itself is immaculate. That's why it has such a long wait list where you have to literally book it out a year and a half in advance to get a date because people book this place nonstop because the orchids are gorgeous. The landscape is beautiful. The the way that it oversees the lights of the city is fantastic. So it looks good, but you take that same team of like a coordinator or a planner 
that you're working with and because they already have all the aesthetics that look good everything else kind of falls by the wayside and doesn't execute the way it needs to be now your experience has become diminished was it better that everything looked good and the picture i'm sorry and the pictures came out well or is it better at the fact that it's kind of subpar but it looks amazing because they're able to transform it to what it needs to be so is it really better to look good or is it better to actually be good see if you're in a situation where for a dj standpoint if they already have you know the built-in cdjs or built-in turntable all you have to do is bring your laptop can you still mix effectively can you still make those transitions as incredible as you do when you're on your controller or using your turntables or using your CDJs? Can you? Are you good? Are you good enough to make that happen when you're using somebody else's setup? Because then it is more important to absolutely be good. Because again, those snippets, those little quick, you know, recap videos, they capture moments from the event, but they don't capture the entire event. So yes, looking good is important. Looking good pops and it's appealing in visual mediums, such as a recap video or YouTube or Instagram or TikTok or what have you. But if you're not having a good time and you're having a miserable time because they can't perform to the caliber and to the level that's required, then what good is it? How what good is it? How does it benefit how good everything looks? But then again, same point. If things don't look great, you're still visually kind of put off. And therefore, disengage just ever so slightly. You're distracted. And so you don't get to really fully embrace the event, cherish the event, enjoy the event because things don't look good. Because something is lacking, because something's missing, despite the fact that everybody's doing their job at a very high level. The photographer's taking very thought out, very poignant, well-angled, well-positioned photos, but their look, uh, the camera that they have doesn't seem like it's a top-notch camera for a photographer. Um, The DJ is on a foldable table with no tablecloth. Uh, They have their their speaker set up with no scrims, uh, no uplighting. But they're DJing so well, so smoothly, so fluid. For you, for someone who's physically at the event, whether you're an attendee, a coordinator, if you're a bride and this is your event, or if you're planning it, what's more important? What matters the most? And this is why this is part one. Because I really, 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 really want to hear from you. So... Please chime in, hit me up, shoot me a DM at DJ Ignite, the number one on Instagram. I'm going to go through my DMs and I'm going to be pulling out stuff left and right and breaking it into part two because this is a very good debate. It's a very good question. And there's solid 
validity on both sides of the equation. Of course, the perfect fit the ba- is the balanced approach where you both have a setup that looks good, that's suiting to the venue that you have, and they're actually good at what they do. So yeah, let's go for 50-50. But for you, when you're weighing it in your mind, when you're evaluating the situation, is it better that things looked good or is it better that things are actually good? I'll tell you, uh, a friend of my wife, she got married and this, the setup that she had, the location that it was at, the venue in Northern California, was it was it was really nice. It was really nice. Um, when we went inside for the reception, it was very, very nice. The centerpieces looked very well. Um, things were well lit, uplighting in good places. But of course, one, being a DJ, and two, being a music major, the DJ drove me nuts. Everything looked good, but his random song choices, his off, awkward transitions, his moments of dead air was very off-putting. Literally, we're in conversation at the table with the people that we were assigned with and including uh, my wife's best friend. I can't fully engage in the conversations because I'm like, I'm distracted by what is this guy doing? Did he really just play respect during, you know, this time while we're waiting for the bride and groom to arrive right after he played Blitzkrieg Pop. Like, what in the... Why? What? How? What is happening right now? But if he would have been better and things actually looked good, it wouldn't have been distracting. And I know you're like, oh, you just said it yourself. You're guilty because you're a DJ, so you know what to look for, you know what to listen for. And you're a music major, so music, of course, draws your attention. But ask yourself that question. Everybody has their everybody has their thing. Whether they're visual... They're visual so things have to look good. If things look out of place, out of whack, then it's no good. They freak out. You know, their ADD, their OCD, all those things kick in because things aren't visually appealing. Visually appealing. There's other people who are very auditorily stimulated. So things have to sound, you know, really well. Even in the acoustics for as people are having conversations. So things have to be positioned in a way that it, everything sounds good as well. And not just look good. Which makes things you're you're a, you you're captivated by you're attentive to those things those traits because that's what stands out for you. So everybody has their thing, but in this regard, in this conversation for this debate, for you, ask yourself the question because I really want to know what do you value more: someone looking good or someone being good? I know people who have conned their way to some incredible events because their setup is spot on but their skill set is garbage but they stay busy they stay booked and because their resume is a visual one by their instagram post and by their their you know little youtube clips and so things look good so they stay booked despite the fact that they don't do the best job at what they do and vice versa, P 
people who are really, really good because they don't have a clean setup, especially on a visual medium in a visual space, they can't get booked to save their life. They they couldn't buy a booking <laughs> because people value one thing or the other. So the question is for you and let me know because uh, I really want to know and I really love to share it with everyone else. Is it better to look good or is it better to be good? So I we will pick this up in part two. I, I really want to hear from you all. I really want to share much perspectives and insights from as many people as I can to bring to part two. So if you please, like I already mentioned it, hit me up, DM me, message me at DJ Knight, the number one, or you can just find me on Facebook. Um, one lovely, love to hear from you guys. If you haven't already done so, do me a favor, hit that subscribe button, tell a friend or two or three or four or five. That will be greatly appreciated. Hope you guys have a great and fantastic week. I love doing the show for you guys and I will see you on the next episode. Peace. Peace.